boy is eating. The boy is your name. What is your name? She is not a girl. First, hey, how's it going? Hey, how's it going? Coffee with Gringos, Dynamic English's podcast where you can learn English simply by hearing people use it. So sit down and have a coffee of us. You are listening to Coffee with Gringos. I'm Paige Sutherland. And I'm Ian Kennedy. And so today we're going to talk about something we all do pretty frequently. It's sleep. So me and Ian are going to talk a little bit about the importance of it, how all of us probably don't get enough of it, and how that's a problem. So again, if you get lost, check out that audio transcript and guide online. So Ian, sleep. How important is sleep for you? Are you someone that prioritizes getting that recommended eight hours of sleep a night? I try my best. I try my best. I probably get around probably closer to six or seven hours, which is quote unquote recommended. I feel like that hour or that number is changing all the time. It's like a range. I've heard six to nine, seven's ideal, eight's ideal. So somewhere in that range I think is normal. So I get around probably six or seven hours, but it's super important and it's something that we neglect, sleep. But it's interesting because recently I heard a sleep expert, a sleep doctor, his name's Dr. Matthew Baker. He was discussing just how important sleep truly is for our entire body, for our immunity systems, for our long-term health, just the importance of it and how most people really aren't getting enough sleep and it has really detrimental effects. One thing he mentioned that I thought was super interesting was research is starting to show that there's a correlation between not getting enough sleep and leading to mental problems later in life. So Alzheimer's, Parkinson's, dementia, these kind of mental ailments that happen later in life are happening a lot with people that over a long term are not getting enough sleep. So he mentioned important people in the past who have even bragged about how they haven't gotten enough sleep or how they don't sleep enough because they're working so hard or a classic case was former U.S. President Ronald Reagan. He was somebody who even during his presidency, he boasted about how, oh, you know, I only sleep three or four hours a night. I'm working so hard for the country, for everything. And he ended up in the last few years of his life getting really severe Alzheimer's. Now, correlation doesn't always lead to causation, but we're starting to see more and more of this come about. So Dr. Baker was just explaining how it's not even just a short term, you're feeling good during the day, having enough energy. It's a long term importance that that people need for their lives. And this is something that really I think is overlooked. People look at sleep like it's ah, just something we do. I got to get a few hours of sleep and then I'll keep rocking and rolling the next day. But it's more important and it's actually more complex than that. So Paige, do you, do you think you get enough sleep? Are you a sleeper? Do you suffer from insomnia? When it comes to sleep, I really used to not <clears throat> sleep a lot. Like in college, I would probably sleep five hours a night, if that. And I was able to function because I was young, healthy, exercising too much. Once I started working and got older, I felt like sleep was really important where if I don't sleep well one night, I'm a mess all week. I'm just tired, I can't think straight, I can't 
function as well at work. And it's really, it really sucks because life is, you know, you have a lot to do and never enough time to do it. So to have to sleep seven, eight hours every night is a lot. And it sucks that you have one bad night where you sleep, you know, four hours and then you can't, you know, sleep 12 the next day and you're good. Like it takes basically a week to recover. So because of that, I try to be more practical where, you know, I, I try to get a good six, seven hours, but you always try. It's always harder to put into practice. But I think it sucks when you get older that you just need more sleep. <laughs> like I just remember being young and like, I would just like take a nap for 20 minutes and I'd be good and like not possible now. <laughs> yeah, it's, a, it's another thing. It's, it's totally different. Another thing that Dr. Baker mentioned was you can't just say, for example, okay, last night I slept for three hours, so tonight I'm going to sleep for 11. He was just saying how people have this mindset. They think they can just make up for, for lost sleep, but it doesn't really work that way. Like for the human body, it's non-renewable. When you lose that night of sleep, it sticks with you. Yeah, it's terrible. And like you said, it's like, you know, you have, if you even for me now, if I have a really late night, if I go out or whatever, I'm a wreck the next day. And it just goes to show, you know, we're, you know, the human body is like a functioning machine, you know, it has to be taken care of, given the proper amount of rest, or it's not gonna, it's not gonna function correctly. And it's, it sucks because here in Chile, the going out scene is all about staying up till the morning. And if I stay up till five, six in the morning, I mean, I'm not just a mess the next day. I'm a mess all week. Like that's something that will ride with me all week. And that sucks. So it's like, I probably try to do that once a month, if that, because I'm like too old to be able to handle that. I don't know how people do it here because I can't just sleep the whole next day and feel fine because then it's like, you go to bed at six in the morning, you sleep all day, and then you can't sleep that night because you slept all day. So then you don't sleep that night and then it affects your Monday and then it's this vicious cycle. The other thing that sucks about being old is I feel like it's harder for me to fall asleep. So like I'm someone that's probably tried every recommended Google search habit on like how to like get a routine so that you can fall asleep because I'm someone that thinks all the time. So like when I go to bed, I'm always like making mental to-do lists and thinking about the next day and what I didn't do at work or and what I need to do. And then you get in that cycle where you want to sleep so badly that you're thinking about how you're not sleeping and so you can't sleep. So that's terrible. So for me, a trick that has really helped is reading. I read every night before I go to bed for like a good half an hour and it makes me really tired yeah definitely we we even talked about this on um in another one of our podcasts about how you know in the age especially with uh so much digitization and you know we're on our phones and whatnot something i've really been working on recently is doing the same thing putting the phone down about a half hour before bed opening up the book and really trying to calm myself down get relaxed and fall asleep because otherwise I'm the same way. It can be hard for me to kind of just shut off my brain and go to sleep. There's so many things running through my head. So yeah, that's, it's a really good way to do that. Another thing that I've found to help is to do like a little bit of stretching, some breathing, things like this, just to, again, you know, at the end of the day, you've, you've had a full day of doing things, talking to people, stresses coming in, 
computer screens, phone screens. So at the end of the day, your body just needs a real break from everything. So that's, that's something I've been working on recently to try to get my sleep to be better. And quick reminder, don't forget, if you want to advance your English more, learn more, go online to dynamicenglish.cl where you can take private classes, you can take group classes, you can even now take classes online. I have to ask, what kind of sleeper are you? Are you a deep sleeper, a light sleeper? Are you someone who, if someone wakes you up in the middle of the night, you can't fall back asleep? Or will you not hear it? Or I'm kind of somewhere in between, I think. For most of my life, I've been a light sleeper. So like any kind of noise would you know wake me up really easily i think i've gotten a little bit better with it but i'm also someone who i actually suffer from night terrors i don't know if you knew that so yeah so ever since i can remember for i don't know at least the last 10 years or so sometimes i have really vivid nightmares sometimes i yell in my sleep i've always been a sleep talker my brother he's a sleep talker so i don't know if it's something in the family or what but I mean, I've woken up roommates yelling in a dream or kicking in my bed. Yeah, it's, wow. it's, yeah, it's really not good. Um, <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, so that's something I've had to kind of deal with. But yeah, do you ever have vivid dreams or nightmares? Or are you, what are you? Are you a light sleeper, a heavy sleeper? What, what's a... I have to go back to this night terrors. I've never met someone with night terrors. Have you been to a doctor? Do they tell you like why you have this? I haven't, but I should. Yeah, it's another one of those things I keep putting off. I don't know. A lot of times they say it's like, you know, it could be trauma or other things like this, but I think I should do a little bit more research. And what will even happen sometimes is like sleep paralysis. So like in the middle of the dream, it's like you're lucid dreaming. You, you kind of know what's happening, but you can't move your body at all. You're just completely stiff. And that's when maybe like you hear someone yelling or that's when it gets a little bit scary. That's only, I think the sleep paralysis part has only happened to me mm, a few times. But yeah, it's not fun. You wake up panicked and you're like, what the hell is going on? And yeah, it's not, not the best. And it's interesting because it's usually something that usually happens like with children. And then it usually, it usually stops once you get to teenage years or adulthood. Then in some smaller cases, it carries through, through adulthood or it comes up in adulthood, which I think happened in my case. So, Have you had any stories of saying some weird shit when you were sleeping that your roommates or girlfriends have told you? No, usually just like yelling. And usually when it's a nightmare, that's when the, the yelling comes out. So I just yell like for something or someone to leave me alone or to get away. Like if I'm being chased, it's usually me yelling for something to leave me alone. So yeah, it definitely scares other people if they're sleeping nearby or or whatnot, you know, I've had, you know, like my college roommates, all of them, it, it happened every once in a while and they'd be like, dude, are you okay? And I wouldn't even realize what was happening. And they would just say, dude, you were yelling in your sleep. I was like, I was. And so sometimes you're not even aware of what's going on. So that's probably the scariest part is like, I don't think I've ever done sleepwalking or anything like that, but it could lead to that and that can be dangerous, so. Very, yeah. yeah. Inter no, I didn't know that about you. I'm like, yeah. I, feel, I feel bad for you. That's like, <laughs> or maybe just your roommates, because I guess you don't really know what's happening. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What kind of sleeper am I? I'm, it takes me a very long time to fall asleep, but when I'm asleep, I'm 
pretty in deep sleep and I can go back to sleep. Like often I have like a routine where my body will just wake up at like three, four in the morning and like I'll have to go to the bathroom and then I can go right back to sleep. Mm-hmm. It's like no problem. Where like my ex-boyfriend, if he like woke up in the middle of the night, like he's done, like he can't go back to sleep. Mm-hmm. But he could fall asleep standing up. Like that, in, that initial like going to sleep, he'll read a book and he'll read half a page. Like it's instantaneous how quick he falls asleep. That's pretty nice. I get very jealous because I'll be reading for like an hour trying to get tired and he'll be like, fall asleep on his book in 30 seconds. I'm like, I hate you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'm jealous of that too. But I've also adapted a weird habit where I have to sleep with noise. I'm one of those people that need like white noise. Yeah. I think because I think too much that like if it's silent, I'm just like in my head where if there's like a fan, something to distract me, I can just like get lost in like the, the sound. So like in the winter, it could be, you know, negative degrees and I'll still have a fan on just to like have that noise. Sure. Yeah, I hear you. Yeah, I'm kind of the same way. I like to have a little bit of a background noise when I can, because if it's completely silent, yeah, it's kind of weird. It's just like. You, you get lost in your thoughts really easily in silence. So if you have something as a background noise, it can kind of help to, to lull you to sleep. So yeah, I'm, I'm the same way with that kind of habit. It's something too like my parents had. So like they had it, so they did it for me and my sister. So like, I don't think I could ever stop now. It's like 30 years of sleeping with noise. Like I even was the weirdo that like brought it to college and I was like, sorry roommates, like I'm putting this on. (laughs) Deal with it. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. Yeah. But yeah, so sleep, everyone, get lots of it because you don't want Alzheimer's when you're older. So really, in all seriousness, get a lot of sleep. It's better for you than you can imagine. So again, if you get lost, check out that audio transcript and guide online. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next time. Coffee with Gringos was brought to you by Dynamic English, where you can learn English simply by using it. If you're interested in taking classes or just want to learn more, go to our website at dynamicenglish.cl. Thanks for listening.